0: 96.7 FM WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardians with Doug Ray, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. I'm your host, Doug Ray. And with me, of course, is Bryce Payne, producer excellent. Good morning. Good morning, Doug. How are you doing? I'm doing good. And today we're going to open up that mailbag and we're going to answer your most pressing questions. It's time for those questions again. Love it. Before we do that, uh, football season's over. It is and it's this is now
1: the I told you last week that that's one of my favorite weekends after football season is over for a couple of weeks, is the most depressing time period for yeah. me. Spring hasn't broken out yeah. yet. There's nothing to watch on Sundays. You got golf, so it's not as yeah, bad for you. Some golf, yeah. yeah. But I, I am not a basketball person, so I don't. Uh, I've got nothing to watch now. I'm
0: not a basketball person anymore either. I used to be an avid fan, but I'm just. I don't know. I'm not.
1: All I can do is run retirement plans for people now.
0: But hey, you know, it was a good Super Bowl. I, I had no dog in that hunt except. Yeah. I found out I uh, had a pirate on the bing. Bengals uh, squad oh so, did you
1: yeah oh, okay
0: yeah he was a, a rookie offensive lineman and of course he didn't get to play but uh know, yeah, so I pulled for the Bengals and,
1: and you did pull for the Bengals so mm-hmm. going back to that uh what the Super Bowl the impact that that has on the markets you were pulling for a bear market
0: then well yeah I mean if you go with a Super Bowl predictor so all you folks out there the Rams won they're an NFC team so 75 percent chance the Super Bowl predictor says we're going to have a positive market this year. Okay. And you know how I feel like we're going to go this year. <laughs> this might be
1: that other 25% of the time.
0: It could well be. It's
1: not foolproof. Anyway, yeah, we're going to dip into the mailbag here. We uh, we have uh, questions racking up here every week like we do, and so we, it's getting kind of full. So we're going to make a, a, a double segment out of the uh, listener questions this week. But before we get started, Doug... Let's give our tip of the hat and salute to our men and women in uniform out there, our first responders, our service people, and their families for putting on that uniform and um, you know serving our country. Amen, it's, brother. We appreciate it. We know it's uh, sometimes a thankless job, and uh, I'd make a point every time that I'm out there and I see somebody wearing uh, some kind of indicator that they were uh, that they served, that uh, I just take a moment and thank them. And I'm thanking you out there right now. If you served, thank you, and thank your family as well. All right. Well, yeah, the Super Bowl, Doug, um, that was a fun—it was a close one, which I always—I don't want to see a blowout, particularly when I don't have a a dog in the hunt, like you said. But uh, I saw how the Bengals came out in the second half, just right off the bat. They were already in the lead. And first play from scrimmage, you know, they got the kickoff. First play from scrimmage, touchdown. Mm -hmm. Second play from scrimmage, when the Rams have the ball, interception. I'm thinking, well— now, obviously, the Bengals are on fire here. The Rams have imploded. And uh, it, it certainly looked like 100% of the indication was that the Bengals were going to walk away with it just from two minutes into the second half. And what happened? The Rams came back. Mm-hmm. And they sure did. Just it's kind of like the markets. When you think they're heading in your direction, boy, the things can turn around quickly
0: for you. They sure can. And I, But that Cooper Cup, I'll tell you, he was amazing. And he, he deserved the MVP award. Yep, yep. That is two 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 young quarterbacks
1: there, Stafford and uh, what's the Bengals quarterback's name, Brow, Brower,
0: no. Uh, Bowen? No, uh, <laughs> I'm having a senior moment too.
1: Bowen or something like that. Anyway, <laughs> he's going to be around for a while and he's, he's going to be good. Anyway, so yeah, depressing time of the year for me now. No football. Anyway, let's go ahead and dip into our uh, listener mailbag here. We get a lot of questions and we stack up the good ones. Uh, They're all good ones, but we stack up the ones that we think will be relevant to you out there listening. And we're going to start off with Tim in Stokesdale. And Tim says, Doug and Bryce, I'm a dentist and thinking about retiring in the next five years, maybe less. I own my building. So would I be better off to sell the building and invest that cash or try to actually sell my practice to someone else and then rent the building to them? Now we get that question a lot, or we get somebody with this circumstance a lot where they have one or two businesses, they own the building and what is the value of their business when it's going to, um, when it's time for them to hang it up? Do they want to be a manager of the business and get some residual income from it? Or do they want to just sell it outright and then, what do you do with the building that you own? Do you sell that as well? Same exact question we've gotten before. And Doug, you you chime in here too. But I would tell Tim that, uh, or Doctor Tim, that it uh, it depends on what kind of income and consistency of income he thinks he can get from that building versus what the value of the building is.
0: Yeah, you know, you've got a lot of moving parts in here, uh, Tim. I mean. Uh You know, personally, I'm not an expert in dental practices. In fact, I do my very best to stay away from the dental building. But, um, you know, you're you're a business person. That's not any different. I mean, you know, I own a small business, too. I don't own my building, but, you know, we have, uh, as clients, uh, several small business owners Mm -hmm. with the exact uh, same question that you have here. You know, I personally kind of like the idea of selling the practice and keeping the building and renting it out as residual income. And of course, you know, the equity is going to grow and your net worth is going to grow. But again, that's a personal preference item. And, you know, to really dig down and figure out exactly what suits you best You need to go through a a retirement planning process. And
1: we have the software, Dr. Tim, that we could run a couple of what-ifs for you. If you sold the building outright and you reinvested that money, what kind of income could you expect out of that money to be invested versus what you think if you held on to the building and let it accumulate in value and you used it as rental income for a number of years what kind of income could you get out of that we could run the scenario both ways and you could look at what kind of impact that has on your nest egg savings over the course of 20 years or so and that might make the decision pretty easy for you right there
0: yeah you know then the question becomes you know what's the tax implication of Ah. selling or owning the building i mean it's you know a lot of moving parts here and Hey, you know, speaking of taxes, we're in the season now, right? It is. I mean, all the poor CPAs out there are working uh, <laughs> know, 24-7, right, and and uh, getting those taxes ready. Folks, we got a great workshop coming up, Taxes in Retirement. It is going to be March the 17th and the 22nd here in Clemens at the Broy Hill, 6.30 p.m., like all of our workshops start. You ought to attend. It's right before... Tax day. Uncle Sam's coming for your money. Bryce and I got a couple ideas to show you how to shelter some of those taxes. March 17th and the 22nd, 6:30 p.m., give us a call at 336-391-3409 to register. You got to register. Or go on thewealthguardians.com, hit that hit up that event tab. You can register right there. Easy as pie. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the
1: Wealth Guardians, and we are talking about our listener questions today. We're dipping into the mailbag. We got uh, done with Tim's and Tim in Stokesdale. Now we're going to move on to Harvey in Richmond Hill. Harvey, thanks for writing to us. Doug and Bryce, the airline that I fly for is eliminating some of our pensions and giving us a buyout instead. I'm not being forced to retire. But now I won't be increasing my pension by working more years. Do you think I should just go ahead and retire? And what should I do with a pension buyout? Whew. Mm. That is definitely something that you would want to make sure you're doing the right thing for there, Harvey. Um, making a wrong decision with your pension could be one of the bigger mistakes that you make in retirement. We have seen a lot of people come through here. They're getting thinner. They're getting f- fewer and far between. But there are still a lot of people out there who have pension options. And those options can range from a lump sum payout to a single person uh, monthly payout for the rest of your life or a 50% uh, second uh, survivor or a 100% survivor. There's a lot of different options out there, and you have to be aware of the risk, particularly when it comes to a private pension, Doug.
0: Yeah, and, and, you know, here's a couple pieces he didn't tell us. He didn't tell us what airline he flies for. He didn't tell us what his age is because there's a mandatory retirement at age 65 for these pilots. So, again, lots of questions there. And, Harvey, I would invite you to come and give us a uh, sit down with us and and let's let's, uh, figure out your situation because you do, you can go a lot of different ways here
1: yeah but Harvey, just so you understand, there would be a uh, full planning process that goes in with this where we would take a look at your other forms of income in retirement as well, your life expectancy do you have a mortgage? There's a lot of factors to to calculate in there, and when we're done with the planning process, we're not going to tell you what to do, but you will have seen the pros and cons of doing one thing versus the other, and I think the answer will become pretty clear to you. It's not always the same answer for everybody, and that's why Doug and I just can't give you a, a quick answer right here and now. But please do give us a call. We would you're you're thinking along the right lines and that's great. Uh 336-391-3409. That's three, three, six, 391 3409 We'd love to sit down with you. We'd love to sit down with anybody out there who is around 5 to 7 years from retirement and they're thinking You know, I I think I'm ready for retirement, but I'm just not 100% sure. So I think I want to meet with Doug and Bryce and just make 100% sure that I've got all of my ducks in a row for retirement. And again, 336-391-3409 is our number to sit down with us. We're going to have more listener questions coming up for you after the break. And of course, before the break, it's time for our weekly trivia. It's time for the Wealth Guardian's Trivia Question of the Week.
0: Let's see if you can stump me two weeks in a row now. All right.
1: This one is not. I'll tell you out there right now if you're listening. I tell you, we are not going to stump Doug on this one. This is I'm giving him a very, very softball. I might stump you out there. I might stump (laughs) you out there, but I'm not going to stump Doug. Doug, on February 20th, 1962, the first U.S. citizen orbited the Earth three times in five hours, Ten months after the Soviets did it, who was this American citizen?
0: I think that's the easiest question you've ever given me.
1: (laughs) This is Bryce Bain. With me is Doug Ray. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM WTOB. 96.7 FM WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardians with Doug Ray, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. I'm Bryce Payne along with Doug Ray, and we are taking your listener questions today, going through that mailbag and seeing how we can help you out out there. And by the way, speaking of helping you out, if you're five to seven years from retirement and you want to confirm that you're making the best decision for your retirement, for yourself, for your family, for your loved ones, well, I've got good news for you. As we always do, Doug and I offer a no cost, no obligation, second opinion review of your current portfolio to see how we can help you improve the chances of you being able to retire the job and keep the paycheck. And as always, it's up to you to pick up that phone and give us a call. It's 336. 336- You can also find us on the interweb at thewealthguardians.com. We'd look forward to sitting down with you and seeing what services and professionalism we can provide to, again, help you retire the job and keep the paycheck. Now, it's time to see if we stumped Doug. Time to get Doug's best guess for the Wealth Guardian's Trivia Question of the Week. (laughs) All right, Doug, on February 20th, 1962, the first U.S. citizen orbited the Earth three times in five hours. Did this 10 months after the Soviets did it. Who was this American citizen?
0: Well, you know, a lot of our listeners might say it was Alan Shepard, but... You asked the question, he orbited three times. Yes. Admiral Shepard didn't orbit. He just went into space and came, came right back, back down, down, just like the, the private ones are doing now. hmm. That's exactly right. So, the first American to orbit the Earth was Senator John Glenn. Here's a piece of trivia for you. All right. Our first two astronauts were naval aviators, fly Navy navy
1: he was a uh, admiral he was also in the marines i would be hard pressed to name somebody who would more qualify for the uh title of american hero than john glenn he has so many accolades to his name he shot he was in the korean war Mm -hmm. in his last nine days in the korean war he shot down three migs single-handedly (laughs) <laughs> I mean, he, this guy went up into space multiple times. He was the oldest person to go up into space did, at age sh- 77.
0: Yeah, the shuttle ride.
1: Uh, he has just so many things that you could talk. First person to break the sound barrier. First person to go uh, do a, a transcontinental flight at supersonic speed. That man was just an American hero. He, did you know that? Here's a trivia question for you. Do you know what um, company, publicly traded company, he was the president of? I do not. RC Cola. Really? oil crown Coley he oh, was the baby. president of that so yeah the guy's done it all and uh, you know I just kudos to him and I, I always smile when I think about John Glenn ran uh, tried to run for president once uh, as a Democrat didn't make it of course but that's uh, I think that's uh, America's loss for that
0: well those guys truly had the right stuff they did indeed
1: so thanks to him and all the other uh, men and women out there who served Doug you as well you were in the Navy that's why you wanted to tout the navy there for a moment (laughs) i i I get that all right let's move on to our mailbag now and we talked about tim in stokesdale his question earlier harvey in richmond hill we got to his question earlier now we're moving on to vicky in jamestown and vicky says doug and bryce again i don't know that they write doug and bryce i just say that from now on Vicky says, Doug and Bryce, it's very likely that my husband and I will be getting divorced within the next year or two. Okay. I started mm. that off with the wrong tone, didn't I? I'm sorry, Vicky. I'm already retired, and he'll be retiring in the next couple of years. How is this going to affect my retirement picture if we end up splitting our assets? We've had clients go through well, this. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah they've come definitely. to us as couples, and then at some point, while being clients of ours, they get divorced. And Vicki, you're not alone. I know this is not a fun process. I'm sorry about that. But this would definitely call for you wanting to make sure that you understand all the implications financially of what it means to be splitting up those assets. Doesn't mean that it's devastating necessarily, but you want to make sure that you've got, again, all your ducks in the row. Doug?
0: Yeah, you know, I think the first thing I would say is uh, I have seen so many divorces In my time in this business, the only thing I would recommend you do at this point is to do everything you possibly can to try to reconcile your marriage. Now, if that's not possible, then obviously uh, divorce has a major impact on your financial standing. And and once you get over the divorce, then I recommend you get some serious uh, financial counseling. You're working with half the assets you're working with an unknown. What are your expenses going to be? Do you have to buy a new house? Do you get the house? I mean, it's a lot of situational problems that you're going to be dealing with. So you definitely need to sit down with uh, you know, experts in the financial planning field. Choose uh, a fiduciary, please and I wish you the best. I just hate to hear this kind of news. Yeah, and I think, Vicki,
1: if you were to sit down with us you would see that the software that we use in our planning process, you, you want answers right now, and I get it, and you you probably think there's a thousand different things that you just don't know what to ask or what those answers might be. Our software will, we know what questions to ask, and to plug in all of the relevant data so that you can see what retirement is going to look like for you in this new scenario, if that is and what ends up happening. And we can help you put all those pieces together so at least you can start getting that picture clearer. We're not miracle workers, of course, but um, I any client that we've had who has gone through a divorce, it's never been devastating for them financially, but they did need a financial planner to help them figure everything out. So, we, Doug and I wish you the best on that, and if you want to give us a call and sit down with us when the dust has settled here, 336-391-3409 is how you can reach out to us as always. And thank you for your question, Vicky. We're moving on now to Gideon in Welcome. Gideon is a pastor. He says, Doug and Bryce, as a pastor, I have the opportunity to opt out of paying into Social Security if I want to. Is this something
0: I should do? Wow, pastor, that's a, that's a tough one. You know, uh, it depends, right? <laughs> it depends.
1: There's a lot of a lot of moving parts there that we would need to get clarification oh, yeah, on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, are you married? Does your wife
1: have an income?
0: Yeah. Do you have a 401k an IRA? What kind of savings do you have?
1: Does the church provide housing for you now exactly. or later?
0: How long do you plan to to continue to pastor? Mm. I, I know I know pastors have this option. Some of the pension plans that are available to pastors are. Are extremely great. complicated too. I'm I'm a Methodist, and I've seen some of the pastors I've had, and their retirement pension plans, and they're amazingly complicated. So you, you do have a uh, a situation that you do need to go seek some some professional counsel. Now, having known you folks in the pastoral field, you put your stuff way behind. You put everybody else's problems way ahead. My guidance to you is now you need to put your situation in front of you and get this problem solved today so that you know where you're going the rest of your life. I, I agree. It's a, it's a great question. And uh, Gideon, we could help you
1: uh, figure that out. But again, just like Vicki and Jamestown, we need to plug in a lot of data there to help you figure out that option. And you would want to do that sooner than later. All right. We're going to move on, Doug, now to Sam in Hampstead. And Sam writes us, Doug and Bryce, I have a whole life insurance policy with a cash value of about $50,000. My kids are in their 30s now, so I don't think I really need life insurance at this point. Should I just cancel the policy and use the cash to pay off my house? And that's from Sam. Well, Doug, I know there's going to be a couple of questions that we'd have to follow up on there. One of them would be, does this uh, does this life insurance policy provide living benefits?
0: That's a good question, because if it does, you probably want to hang on to it. Want to, to hang it. on to it? Do what, you have a mortgage? What living benefits are, for those of you who, who may not know, Some life insurance policies will let you use the death benefit to help you pay for home health care or long-term care if you should need it. Uh, That's a great benefit to have in a life insurance policy. Uh, The other thing is, uh, Sam, we don't know. Do you have a profit? Is that $50,000 of cash value? Is that more than what you put into the policy? Mm. If it is, if you cash this thing out, you're going to pay tax on that you may be able to actually get a loan Mm -hmm. against your cash value which is tax free so again you haven't given us enough information for us to give you a realistic uh, opinion certainly in the past we have advised clients to go ahead and cash out their policies but there's certain situations that that is best for and certain situations where you might need to keep that policy. No,
1: I agree completely, Doug. Those are all great questions. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Wealth Guardians, and we're taking listener questions during this segment. And we just took a question from Sam in Hempstead. And, Doug, uh, you you brought up taxes there in that one, and that reminds me that we've got a a tax seminar coming up. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what's coming up here around the corner?
0: Well, it is. uh, We're starting the heat of the tax tax season. This is uh, perfectly planned, of course, uh, because we want uh, to inform uh, our listeners about taxes and the changes in the tax laws. So we've got a taxes and retirement uh, workshop coming up March the 17th and March the 22nd. Uh, Like all of our workshops, it's going to be 630 in the evening in the Clemens, uh, the Broyhill Office Conference Center. And uh, you have to sign up. You have to register. Do it two ways. Simply call us, 336-391-3409. The other easy way is to just go online at thewealthguardians.com. The event tab is right in front of you. Click on that, and you can register right there. Taxes in retirement. They are different
1: than taxes. People might think, well, I've been paying taxes my whole life. I know what I need to know about taxes. But taxes in retirement are different. So if you are about to retire or just retired and you think – you know what you need to know about taxes, I would greatly uh, recommend that you sign up for our workshop because you are going to get some information that you didn't know that you uh, would need to know. Let's dump into one more here real quick, Doug. We've got Deborah from Dozier, and she says, I want to have a lot of fun and do a lot of traveling when I retire, but to do what I want to do, I'll need to have an income in retirement that's higher than my income while I'm working. Would that be irresponsible? (laughs)
0: <laughs> you know, I, we tell all of our clients, enjoy your money, because if you don't, your kids will. I kind of like uh, the, the cut of your jib here, Deborah. <laughs> uh, but is it irresponsible? No. If this is a goal of yours, it's not irresponsible. But what you do need to do... Is plan for it. That's the responsible. That's thing the responsible do. part. Very
1: good. Yes. So, Deborah, again, just like some of the other questions, it depends. I don't think it's irresponsible, like Doug said, but you do want to make sure that you are not burning through your money too fast. And we can help you figure out with our software how much you would have to earn in retirement to spend the kind of money that you want to in retirement. And all you got to do is pick up the phone and give us a call three three six three nine one 3409. That's 336-391-3409. It was a pleasure for Doug and I to take all of your questions this week. We will do it again in a few weeks, but we will see you right back here again next week. Doug, thank you. Thank you, Bryce. And and this is Bryce Payne. With me is Doug Ray. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM WTOB.